Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's talk now about what's happening as far as gasoline price in Canada is concerned. It's going up, and uh, as you have observed, if you're buying gas in BC, it's been over two bucks for the last couple of days. I paid a dollar ninety-six here in Ontario day before yesterday, and uh, diesel is spiking as well. And that's the fuel of commerce, ships, trains, and trucks. What's the impact? Where is all this headed in the short and longer term? Dan McTague is the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. Dan, thanks for coming on. On rather, and how do you encapsulate what's going on, just in an overview? I think it's uh, uh, you know beyond any uh, expectations. Uh, the, the price that we're uh, paying, the price that we're about to pay, uh, is uh, is surreal. I mean, no one, uh, to my knowledge, would have predicted. Uh, although I did muse with uh, my friend uh, David Booth over at Driving.ca that two dollars a liter would be possible if a number of things were to take place, and yet. Uh, uh, you know, I did not envision the Ukraine attack by Russia as being one of those elements. Nevertheless, uh, you know, we've gone from this time last year, average prices in Canada, 124, 125 a liter, now pushing tomorrow to what will likely be, uh, as it, when the dust settles, about $1.85 a liter. So a 60 cent a liter increase for gasoline. And, uh, you know, Roy, when we last spoke, it's up 26 cents a liter this week alone. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, diesel up 35 cents. It's just not something we've ever experienced uh, in, uh, in, at any time in our past. And the, co- the cost of diesel, the spike in the price of diesel, really affects everybody because that is, and you and I talked about this off the air earlier today, that is the fuel of commerce. It is. It's the fuel in which the world runs. The global economy would come to a grinding halt if we were to stop ships, planes, railways, and trucks. Uh, not to mention its importance in processing a number of industrial purposes, as well as things like uh, urea. I got a lot of people looking at me saying, what are you talking about? Uh, about a quarter to a third of all the fertilizer used by our farmers in Canada come, are derived from diesel, urea. And uh, guess what? It's not only uh, expensive, double the price, it's also in short supply. Uh, ditto for nitrogen, which is derived from natural gas. But uh, anybody who thought that uh, having an oil reserve, or at least uh, a, back, a backup in terms of our uh, our ability to, you know, provide her for ourselves um, is now probably wondering uh, why for years we sort of sat back and found ways to, uh, as it were, dump on our oil and gas sector. Uh, it's coming at a significant cost for Canadians today. So, Dan, another factor here, another fuel that is significantly important at this time of year is heating oil, and that affects millions of people across this country, and that's going up as well. Food is being impacted. We spoke with uh, Professor Charlebois about that a, a few minutes ago. Can we, do we have the capacity to create a more um, agreeable perspective for ourselves, either by producing more fuel or, here we go, carbon tax reduction or both? Well, I think we have to consider both given the significant uh, and dramatic increase, which is going to impact people who can make ends meet. 20 years ago, Roy, you and I, had great discussions about the uh, rebate to Canadians on the GST for home heating fuel. So it's near and dear to all of our hearts. But I think we have to also, uh, you know, become a little bit more adult in our approach about this. Uh, The world isn't just about 
you know, uh, the climate crisis. It's now about the energy crisis. It's now about the global security crisis. Uh, you know, Admiral Mark Norman uh, before you as well. I mean, it alluded to much of this that Canada can play an important role, not just to protect itself, increase the value of the Canadian dollar, restore purchasing power for Canadians, something we've lost since we no longer have the petrodollar. I think we can also be a, a significant key uh, to ensuring that, you know, Canada isn't. And whether or not we're going to be here around for a long, long time, that aside, that we're not, you know, relying to a greater extent in our, you know, in our short-sightedness on green policy on Russia, on Iran, on Venezuela, and the list goes on. Canada is at the lead uh, when it comes to non-corrupt nations, nations that have excellent human rights uh, track records, as well as very strong environmental stewardship. So let's just stop, you know, being negative on ourselves. And now I think uh, more and more Canadians, I think, are becoming aware of the fact that uh, it wasn't such a bright idea to have our government going around uh, uh, genuflecting to uh, green advocates and uh, green activists, many of them funded abroad, shutting down critical pipelines that uh, could have been used, oil used in other parts of the world. Canada wants more oil. As my son said the other day, it's the pipeline, stupid. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.